0: what's going on guys philosopher here and welcome to another episode of FGC philosophy Uh, this is where we talk about various topics that I think are important to talk about uh, have a discussion about open-ended and see how we can grow Uh, a lot of my content has been pretty political or social lately because it's hard for me to talk about anything else with so much crazy stuff going on Uh, but luckily now the Inauguration is done, we have a new president in office, feeling way how you want to about it, but I feel a little bit uh, relieved personally. But nonetheless, uh, this topic actually wound up being kind of a side topic that was supposed to be part of another episode. But the conversation went on for so long that we actually wound up ending up making it its own episode and it's around Donald Trump and the uh, storming of the Capitol building and the, the issues and danger around it, how we felt about it. I just really wanted to share this conversation now that things have cooled down a little bit. I can share this content without it being uh, divisive or polarizing or anything like that. Just kind of a reflection of where we are uh, in terms of what happened from the Capitol building and where we went from there and how we handled this. and what that could potentially mean, depending on how we handle it. Uh, So hopefully you guys enjoy this content. I appreciate it so much. You guys have been giving me some good feedback. I've been doing a couple different kinds of content. Uh, I did a, uh, essentially a match analysis is what I'm calling it, where uh, we had Tucker Carlson interviewing slash debating Bill Nye. Uh, I think it was supposed to be an interview, but it felt more like a debate slash accusation. Essentially, I point out some of the tactics that people like to use when uh, not really being genuine, You know, uh, and I I think it's really important for people to be able to identify when someone's trying to trap you or someone's not taking you seriously, uh, especially when a camera's turned on and they're trying to get these these sound bites or these clips or these gotchas. Uh, I want more people to be knowledgeable on how to uh, deal with that kind of stuff or understand it. Or if you're one of those people that do it without realizing that you're doing it, hopefully point out these bad behaviors and why they're deconstructive or why they're not constructive, right? Uh, so that's something that I've been getting more feedback on. I'm excited to do more content like that more. Uh, I don't want to say reaction style. I like the idea of a match analysis where I'm breaking it down and kind of talking about it and identifying certain behaviors and patterns and uh, mindsets or limitations in someone's mindset. Those are incredibly important. It's easier for me to give it ex- It's easier for me to give examples and talk on that rather than just giving my commentary on these situations without any sort of example. I'm a very visual audio person, so these have been easier for me to elaborate on. Also, do me a huge favor by hitting that subscribe button wherever it is you listen to this, whether it be on audio or on YouTube, whether it's Spotify, Stitcher, whatever it may be, make sure you hit that subscribe button. If you like this content and you wanna engage in a conversation, make sure you leave a comment as well. Uh, I will respond. If you have been responding to me on a podcasting app and I haven't responded to you, Please hit me up on Twitter and let me know, because there may be something wrong with my notifications uh, where I'm not getting them from the main hub. So that said, thank you guys so much and I hope you enjoy the show. In case you're watching this not as recently, this past week on, I think, Wednesday uh, was the day that uh, a bunch of terrorists stormed Capitol, the Capitol building. So I figure we should take a quick second to kind of talk about that. Not really the main topic. I don't think I'm too qualified to talk about it and break it down. And, and there's still, like, more information coming out. But uh, I think it's at least important to, to bring it up and talk about, like, uh, at least my perspective on how I feel about it right now. And, uh, and some guy want to want to see how you feel about it, what your takeaway from it is, and any any information or, uh, like, Anything that you think of, we can do to move forward in in this this weird situation.
1: Yeah. Um, so obviously, it's you know, we're hot on the heels of it being uh, Saturday after the event. So it's what, three days ago, two days ago. Yeah, I think so. Um, the night it happened, it was you know, just uh, it was felt like a powder keg. Like, okay, this can turn into something really big. So you know, I was on the edge of my seat watching it trying not to be too engrossed by it because I knew that there wasn't really anything that I could do other than just try and pay attention um, but it, it does feel like a slap in the face to other other I, I say this in quotes, protests that are going on or that have been going on because like, one I I agree that you know, in a free society we should have you know, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But this there were signs during this that did not look like a protest. When have you ever seen protesters carry handcuffs? When have you ever seen protesters break into a building and ransack desks, you know, and office equipment? Like that doesn't seem like a protest. I mean it's more riot or mm-hmm. more I think the word that they're using the last few days has been a coup. Yeah. Uh, so it definitely seems exactly like what you're saying, uh, whether that's what's being broadcast to us as from our feeds, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but it seems like it would be very hard to fake that sort of thing. Like how, would, like how, how would my media sources be lying to me about it? And, and if you know, then please the enlighten me. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, there's a couple of different feelings and and takeaways i have uh one i've been calling these people terrorists because that's essentially what they i think they are um they themselves were saying it's a revolution you know they're the ones that said they were throwing it the capitol building you know they had weapons they were prepared uh they were stealing property they were looting they were breaking uh property um you know threatening people with physical harm Uh, they were intentionally causing a disruption they're intentionally causing people to feel afraid for you know where they are that's a terrorist that's someone that's trying to incite fear in other people and so like i it's weird because i'm the democrats and like um someone corrected me on this so i i want to make sure i use the right terminology but i'm going to fail again and i'm sorry and please feel free to correct me but um non-republicans the democratic party of people on the left um I don't agree with a lot of the things, not, not specifically to right now, more so right now than ever, I agree with a lot of the different ways they're approaching the pandemic and how they're approaching handling Donald Trump. Uh, I do agree with a lot of that, but I'm talking about in the past, before the pandemic, before Trump, uh, a lot of their policies I didn't agree with, and I, I still don't really trust government or big, uh, anything that, that, that is so huge that they have a, hu- a huge influence on uh, just general people, I don't fully trust them, and I, I think there's good reason to, especially as a black man. That said, from based off of what I've seen, from other riots, how they handled, like when Trump did his, his photo shoot, where he held his Bible upside down, and like he, they pushed people and, and did a lot of things that, um, you know, to peaceful protesters who weren't doing anything, right?
1: That so seems like an abuse of power, right? Like they're totally yeah, an abuse
0: of power. Yeah. It, it seems like an abuse of power and it's really frustrating. And I don't want to make it like a black white thing because it's not just black people. There's tons of different groups of people, white uh, people of color that have been screwed over in the past by law enforcement that all of a sudden now it seems like they just are inept and just let these people run through. Um, you know, I'm I'm not a fan of anybody dying by any means, but there was only one casualty on the terrorist side. and. And
1: uh, if, wait, I thought there were more than that. I thought there were... are there four people of there?
0: So I'm seeing different sources say different things. I see a police officer died. Um, there was an officer, Brian D. Uh, Sicknick. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. That's how it's spelled. I believe he passed away and I'm trying to find the cause of, of death. It seems like the, the cause of his death is being investigated. So maybe it wasn't related to this. Um, maybe... Uh,
1: so from what I heard, my, my source was possibly got hit in the head with a fire extinguisher Mm. so so i think i don't think
0: that could have been just an uh, accident not necessarily the fault of these people
1: yeah yeah the circumstances of that are
0: unknown yeah so the the point that i was trying to get across because i I don't um i see three others are dead uh i don't think all of these people were necessarily affiliated with group and they may have just been there uh kevin greason Seems like he passed away. No, he was excited to be there to experience the event. No, so he was with them. He was not there to participate in violence or rioting. Rioting, though, nor did he condone such actions. So he was not. He was there, peaceful protesting, as far as this is saying. Um, this source, this is CNN.com. So they they are anti-Republican, and they're saying that this person was supposedly not affiliated. So I think there were there were cross people there. Were, so this is basically the equivalent of, you know, what about, uh, what about ism of black and black on black crime, right? This is a, a pro a Trumper, a MAGA MAGA man. What do they call those? Uh, a Trumper. I'll just call him a Trumper, um, killing another Trumper and, you know, getting caught in the crossfires. And I'm not trying to spin this story. Like, cause I, I, I hate when I see, you know, left side, left wing media, Demo- Democrat media, when I see media of any sort, spinning a story in their favor. However, um, people do want to use the whataboutism of black-on-black crime and stuff like that. Well, there was no reason. This isn't survival of the fittest. This isn't anything like that. This is like, I have a, a reason to be here. And the same group of people that believe similar things wound up. Unfortunately, uh, he got caught in the crossfire. So, yeah, I, you were right. I believe it's up to five people counting uh, the police officer and also um, the, the female that... I believe she got shot. I know she got shot. I someone, oh my god. I Should I even talk about the Gutex thing? I feel like I should. Um well, I'll explain that in just a second, but basically this person on social media posted the video of the female getting died or getting getting shot and and dying. I don't know if they actually saw saw, um, saw the video of her getting shot, but I definitely saw the footage of her um her final moments, which is not I don't, you know, don't watch it if you don't, you know, don't have to. I don't really recommend it. It's out there if you want to watch it, but um, it's nothing funny or fun. Like somebody dying is never good, but it should still be talked about. So the the last point I want to hit though, is that it's it's hard for me to feel any sort of remorse or, or sadness for these people. When in fact, it, it just seems like I don't like the term white privilege. Uh, I prefer the term black disadvantage, if anything else, but uh, if this were black people, we all know what would have happened. Um, we, we've been pushed aside for less. And so the fact that these people can storm the building and, and get away with so much with so little casualties is, is amazing to me or a real big display of how incompetent the law enforcement at that time was. Cause I don't understand how they could let all these people charge in with a bunch of politicians being there. Like, I, I, don't, I don't get how they would ever let these group of people get in there. I just, I do not believe at all. And it's, this is feelings. This isn't facts. I, and I can call that out. But in my experience, from what I have seen, when Black people try to peaceful protest or or not peaceful protest, they get shut down quick. And so it's it just, it's really, really frustrating to see this. And it's hard for me to believe that someone who was like really ignorant to this kind of stuff doesn't see this like i don't know how you know if you if you don't believe that black if black people were doing this they wouldn't have gotten shot either um like i would love to know your perspective as to why that is the case because i just i don't believe it
1: something that i was just thinking that Mm -hmm. that, was there any sort of talk of defunding the police in the capital at the time yeah well just like in general like was there any Right, let's, let's try and figure out why the capital police would have just been like no it's not my job or you're not paying me to do this
0: from the sources that i saw and i'm willing to be called out for being wrong but um it seemed like a lot of the police officers, police officers were in support of this movement uh that that is a story that's been spun that i've been fed i don't know if i necessarily i don't want to believe that you know i don't want to believe that there were police officers that were in support of this movement because uh, there are pictures of police officers hand holding, escorting people out. You know, they escorted some lady out holding her hand. You know, this is, a, a, in my opinion, a terrorist. Instead of getting escorted out in handcuffs, they're holding her hand. I've seen police officers taking selfies with some of these people. Now, that could have been photoshopped. That could have been from a different uh, uh, protest altogether. Um, because I don't, I don't want to believe these things. That's my biggest issue. Is I don't want to believe that this whole entire event happened. I want to believe that it was faked. You know, I, I personally want to believe that there was some, like, uh, like, Democrats paid a bunch of people to pretend to be Republicans or, or pro-Trumpers to do this, because I don't want to believe there's a large group of people who could do this and get away with it. Uh, but as far as I'm aware, the story that I've been told, and I'm looking it up now, is um, that they, a lot of them were in support of this and kind of just let it happen. But there hasn't been a huge talk about why on on news outlets, which is kind so, of unfortunate.
1: So, uh, all right, how, what's the fewest amount of people that would have to be involved for something like this to be orchestrated? Right? It's essentially just the police, right? The police that were actually in that area stopping people. From well, That's the bare minimum until like in order for it to for them to actually gain access to the camera.
0: In theory but also there were other groups notified uh what was the group's name Uh, i'm trying to find one other bit of information because i know that you know the capitol police you know they they were there to some degree but there were uh, there was another group notified but i think they were put on hold by either trump or pence and i'm trying to find that from a reputable source rather than just seeing what i saw on twitter uh, cause so, that's that's my hesitation in, in bringing that up is that I've seen that there was a National Guard I believe it was that was deployed uh, but... from Virginia,
1: right? Uh, the the last I heard that Virginia was sending up National Guard and state uh, state troopers, right? Because the mayor of Washington or the governor of Gov- yeah governor of Washington does not have control over the National. Believe that is the, presidential, the president's territory, which, uh, go figure. He uh, requested people to storm the Capitol and didn't send in the troops to stop him. Interesting. Hmm. <clears throat>
0: uh,
1: and then, if I'm not mistaken, it was eventually uh, Pence that had it called in the
0: national. Yep. So I'm looking at this article now, and it looks like Trump was the one that did, you know didn't want that to happen, and then Pence finally made the call for that to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So that like it went to the very tippy top of of our government, right? That that was part of the reason why this escalated as bad as it did is because, well, uh, the the way this happened was kind of crazy because Trump helped mobilize this in the first place. Because he did a speech talking about how we're going to, we, including himself, we're going to go to Capitol Hill and we're going to protest. And so he he himself was the man that gave these, like that planted that seed. You know, I'm not, uh, I'm not. <sighs> and they, they made the choice to do it, but he definitely was the one that said, hey, let's go do this. And then he also withheld help when they got there and started getting kind of violent and breaking things and scaling buildings, which is kind of funny about, you know, people who want, walls to be built when they're the ones that are also scaling it even though different kind of wall you know that i don't think that's a one-to-one ratio but but yeah so it it, in terms of like just the police yes the police force and you know they had to just like okay whatever we're not paid enough because here's the thing is like they may have been the ones to be like they may have been tired of all this they may have been like trump just said this thing and he's an idiot and like fine you know what i'm not getting involved in this he's the one that asked for this maybe i shouldn't get involved i I don't i don't know what they are thinking and like i'm not I used to be one of those, I hate all police, you know, when I was way younger, but it's not that black and white to just hate a police officer because they're a police officer. Because at the end of the day, they're another human being that thinks they're either, you know, some people are just doing a job just like any other job and that's all they know. Some people think they're doing good. Some people want to abuse their power. It's not just one of the above.
1: Yeah. And there's probably a whole spectrum of those people. Absolutely. Right. Um, and and it, it I feel like it's one of those jobs that wears on you. Um, yes where um, it would change you as a person it, like having they're taught having... they're
0: ta- taught to make you think that way as is you against them <laughs> you know it's the lawbreakers uh against against the police force they're kind of trained to think that way and I, I to some degree i understand why because they have to be very very strict and militant about everything and with so much scrutiny happening right now uh so much eyes on them it there, there are some people you know who know how to deal with this because they might have connections and stuff like that. But the average police officer, when they do something wrong, they can get screwed over really bad if they don't have those connections, um, or don't have that kind of power. And you know, with body cams and cell phones and stuff like that, uh, a good police officer could have one bad day where it's like bad call after bad call after bad call of hostile people. Um, and like, you have to be able to defend yourself and defend other people around you while also safely disarming a police officer, like disarming. A perp, potential perp. You. Yeah. I'm not saying I have pity for them because they chose that job. However, to just blatantly say that, like, you know, they're terrible people because they chose this occupation, I don't. I don't buy into that at all.
1: Yeah. And so, like, and is it really up? Let's let's say in the context of events that we're talking about. If I'm a police officer in front of group of civilians that are protesting uh, right mm-hmm. uh, at what point would I think it's okay to say okay these guys are getting out
0: of hand well you'd also potentially be started. doing treason like that's the other thing is that the president is a person that said to go here and do that it's, it's not, yeah. it, there's a recording of him saying this at a speech, at a rally. So it's not like, he didn't say exclusively go there and tear down the buildings and stuff like that, but you have a bunch yeah. of riled up people thinking that the government is, is lying to us and, and cheating and trying to screw us over and give us some, like, terrible president. What do you think they're going to do? And, yeah. and the police officers probably have TVs at the Capitol building, you know, they, they have radios, they probably heard about this ahead of time. Uh, yeah, and they the, have
1: they have cell phones, you know what I mean, like there's no reason for them not
0: to return. Yeah, what happens when you're a police officer going against what the president has said? You know, you're stopping these people, even though the president said that, you like, there's so much conflict. Plus, I'm sure there's people in high places in the police force that also are pro trump you know? Um, so those yeah. people also don't want to stop these people because they are part of it. So it's like, if I was a police officer in that situation and most other people aren't stopping them, and there's an angry mob of white people, like, coming into mm-hmm. the building, what what do you do when your president is telling you one thing and you've been taught another thing um, and like a lot of people around you are letting this happen? Like, do you be that one officer that lets it happen and you die? You know, do you? I, yeah. Do you just let it happen? You, be, you become an accomplice, whether you like it or not, even though you're not for this. So it's like there there's so much gray area. And I'm, again, I'm not saying that I pity these police officers or that they're in the right, but it's just, there's so much complication and, and uh, intricacy to everything that's happened. Um, and, and it goes, it, it starts in the, the top and it has, has gone down. And there's just so much confusion and so many lies out there uh, that it makes it hard to figure out like, who's the blame and how do we deal with this? Because at the end of the day, I made a post about this and I think it made some people mad, but uh, there was a video of, of a, I don't know what his occupation was, but he did a really good speech talking about just like how not right this is. Um, But the president is only a byproduct of what we've done. And I feel like society does not, American society doesn't want to take accountability for our actions. Trump needs to be held accountable. Like personally, I think he needs to either be like exiled from this country or put in jail from the things that he's done and potential things that he could do um, sooner rather than later, because I think he's a very dangerous man with a lot of connections and a lot of influence. Um, so I think he himself needs to be punished. But also, um, we as, an, as, as a nation need to figure out quickly how we're going to move forward from this. Because we've crossed a line, uh, I think, on Wednesday that has exposed a lot of things to a lot of people. And frankly, I'm, I'm, I'm very mad. You know, I know there's tons of other people who are way more emotional than I am that are also more pissed off. You know, because you see these people doing this thing and we've for a a long time as black people have believed that if you're white you can get away with a lot more you know there's like this notorious clip of this this girl who got maced have you seen
1: that video uh are you talking about the newest
0: one uh maybe like she talked about how she got maced by the police she
1: got pushed aside and maced
0: yeah and she was complaining about it yeah and like it's how in what world so for people who haven't seen the clip it's basically this, this this uh freelance Journalist was interviewing people, and he was like, you know, what happened? Like, they amazed me. Like, and she was like, whining about it, right? And he was like, like why? He's like, oh, because we're trying to storm the Capitol building. He's like, why are you trying to storm the Capitol building? Because it's a revolution. And she's like, whining the whole damn time. It's like, how are you gonna whine? How are you gonna come? You got maced. You didn't get shot. You didn't get stabbed. You didn't like get beat upside the head with a baton or, or hit with a water hose. You got maced and pushed aside so that you don't break a law. You're breaking a law. You're saying it. You're announcing it. Like, see, And that's why I hope it's fake. Because how incompetent can you be to announce to the world that you're breaking the law and you're also complaining about the repercussions that you got for breaking the law? That like It gets me so heated just thinking about that.
1: So I'm pretty sure that girl, uh, Elizabeth from Knoxville, right? Uh, said she was maced while storming the Capitol.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Please it, tell me it's fake. Uh, it looks like. So there's video. Like, If you slow down the video, it looks like towel that she's rubbing her face with has an onion in it. Ooh. So they're, they're like they you know well uh, come on. Um, Here I'll send you the link now granted the source of this particular link that I'm sending you is not a typically reputable source but video evidence uh, uh, take it with a grain of salt but it could potentially be uh, very fake. Okay. Send that
0: over. Oh, it's TMZ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> yeah,
1: there's that. But, but
0: I mean, you know, see uh, that picture does. I mean, yeah, the that definitely is something in there that she's looking at, and like it does look like a yellow onion. Yeah,
1: it looks like she's rubbing her face. with
0: I hope. I hope that's the case. Like, not. I. I I don't know. Like, I... I don't want to believe that this is the case, you know? I don't don't think there's a... Like, all of these people were paid actors or or, uh, Antifa or stuff like that. I find that highly unlikely. But stuff like this where someone is just so stupid, so incompetent, I don't want to believe that our society, like, spits out people like this that's going to complain and feel entitled. (laughs) So, yeah, I, I hope. I hope this is fake, you know? But, um... If this, if she's real, if that's legitimate, um, and hopefully more information will come out about this from reputable sources. I don't think TMZ is a reputable source personally, but they yeah, have broken so, stories in the past that have been le- like legitimately true. I I just yes. don't like their their practice. They do very unethical things, so I'm not a big fan of them.
1: Yeah, and I only sent that link because, because it was the quickest one I could
0: find. I'm but sure to your there's... point, though, this is this is part of the issue. This kind of goes back to our last podcast and a little bit of our our, our current podcast of, of social media of mm-hmm. the dangers of it because there is an article here from what people consider to be a reputable source talking about this is a, a paid you know not I don't know if they say paid actor, but like it's she's faking it, right? That's that's basically what they're getting at is that is that she's yeah. faking it. Um, there this isn't something you made up. This isn't something that I believed beforehand. But there is an article on a website that's being shared around on social media that a certain group of people are going to find and share around. Um, and other people are going to deny the reality of this. So now we have this split reality. Is this real or is this not? How do we find that out? We almost can't unless we're close enough to the story. Unless we find her, tie her down, put her to a lie detector test and anyone else involved in that story, we won't ever know the truth. And that's incredibly frustrating. And that's why I'm not sold on either person's story until I find more information that can help me definitively find it out Uh, because of shit like this. It's really, really frustrating and I just, the people that want to buy into one side of the story or the other without like both i don't want to say both a lot of people want to believe what they want to believe and they want to deny what they want to deny and i'm not going to be one of those people as much as i can and this is why because this is like it seems like a really small not big big deal thing but this is a big deal because you have reputable sources that are telling a lie, either on the left or on the right or, or somewhere in the middle or just just in general. There's people who believe a story and they're sharing that story. How do we know the truth? How do we how do we get to the bottom of it? And how do we punish the people who aren't telling the truth? It doesn't matter. If, like and here's the other thing is if. OK, say it comes out. This this is fake. How do we punish all the people who sh- who spun the story as if it was real? how do they just apologize and that's it we move on because that's what's been happening in the past if they even want to acknowledge that it was a lie
1: yeah, and honestly i feel like what's happened most recently is like the next event happens You know, there's we no,
0: forget no about apology. it we move on
1: there's no apology there's no like uh admission of guilt or you know taking credit for what actions you've taken it's just <laughs> of like well something else will happen and then it'll be on the back burner and i feel yeah. like honestly that's the way it's been Entire four-year presidency. Mm -hmm. There's so much stuff that happens, like you just—it's overwhelming. You—you um—it's almost like what happens when there's too many flavors in a dish, right? You can't really taste anything anymore because it's just all too much. It just tastes like a gray flavor, Um, and that seems what. Like, that's what we've been experiencing for the past four years. It's
0: just one story right after the next. Yeah. I've also seen news anchors or whatever you want to call them, apologize or or acknowledge a mistake, but then flip that story into something else that fits their agenda. Uh, Tucker Carlson is really uh, good at doing this. I don't want to say good because I think I see right through it but other people don't but i still i still think that people buy into it so like he i I wish i could remember it was a couple of weeks ago where uh there was a something that wasn't true it was like either about the uh ballots or or it was something during during the flaw the fraud uh cases and he kind of came out and said like oh these people you know there weren't thousands of people that were dead there was only like one or two but one or two people is still a big deal and like he just kind of like he acknowledged it for a quick second and then spun the story into something else that like made you want to hate the left and i'm like why, does, why do people keep doing this? Why can't people just say that they're wrong and, like, just acknowledge the issue, try to say they're going to do better, and actually do better? Uh, it, it's it's kind of nuts, though.
1: It, honestly, it's, it's very much like um, when, the, on Wednesday, when Trump actually told people to, like, calm down and go home, you know? We love you. Uh, yeah, you're very special. Yeah. Uh, Good job, good job, storming the Cowboy. very special. Please go home and be peaceful. But we did lose, we, I mean, but we did, it was stolen from us. Don't yeah. forget that.
0: Everything yeah. How, I how do you spend 75% of a video, a one-minute video, uh, focus it on the fact that you were cheated out of an election and like talking about fraud and accusing people of bad when like you spend like maybe 25% at most 15 like actually doing what you're supposed to do which is like apologizing and, and getting people to not be violent uh, and I... condemning the behavior of these people
1: How do you... I don't think any of that happened though, he didn't apologize he didn't,
0: he didn't was... apologize, he, he barely said to like, he kind of said go home and like you know he he spent more time talking about how he was cheated like he's such an incredibly petty man he really really is Mm
1: -hmm.
0: it's it's kind of sad uh i i'm i definitely feel myself getting heated about this so people who are like pro-trump that still are listening at this point um you have a lot of patience (laughs) uh and i'm sorry but like hopefully you get some insight on on how i feel about this because or how we feel about this, because from our point of view, at least with him specifically and how he's utilized social media and how the news around anything that he touches gets like distorted, it's an incredibly dangerous thing. And it's not completely his fault. It's not completely the news's fault. It's not completely social media's fault. But there's, there's so much involved and there's so many different realities that we're kind of living in.
1: I think we can solidly say that there's a clear distinction between peaceful protests and what occurred that was not a peaceful protest and i feel like people that showed up there weren't intention or there were people that showed up that had no intention of being peaceful you don't show up to a protest with handcuffs you don't show up to a protest with i believe there, there was either molotovs or pipe bombs something like that okay so yeah yeah that's not something you take to a protest um uh, but in my mind, there's no way to justify that. That's that's someone with an agenda going out and trying to pick a fight. That's all that is. Um, and whether or not this was some point, something that was blown out of proportion by an outside actors, actor-actors, um, Trump asked for this. He asked for his crowd of people. He knows his crowd of people. He asked for them to uh, to go to the Capitol and show force. Essentially, I I don't. That's paraphrasing, obviously. But if you listen to his speech beforehand, it's, it's not hard to get from what he said to what happened. Yeah. Like, and it. So even if it was you know, uh, QAnon or. Uh, Antifa, or some any uh, anyone outside of, of these aren't just your regular um, Trump supporters. Mm-hmm. He asked for this. Yeah, who did it. He asked for it, um, <sighs> and that that's that's my point. Is like I I don't see a way where we can let him go scot-free and walk away from this learning a lesson.
0: Yeah, I think that sends a really bad message to the rest of our country and to the rest of the world that you can get to this place of power where you are basically untouchable and can be an extremely terrible person who seems to only be worried about self-interest uh, and maybe the interest of his family. I really hope that we as a country come together. Like, we have a lot of issues to work on. You know, th- having Biden in office isn't j- going to just magically fix a lot of issues. Uh, a new Trump can happen. Um, we could have a new Hitler or, or Stalin or whatever, you know, dictator you want to think of uh, can can potentially become the leader of our country. Um, so I think personally, there's a lot of different things that we need to work on and work on them fast.
1: As a side note, this may be something that we're not privy to mm-hmm. uh and this will kind of spill into our other episode on the social dilemma mm-hmm. maybe you're not seeing the same story that we're seeing uh because it, it, it it's it's night and day like if, if i looked up a definition of wrong it would be very easy to to have examples that point directly Donald Trump
0: has portrayed. Yeah, to kind of add on to that, um, the people have different priorities or what they consider to be uh, acceptable behavior, right? And I think that's that's another another part of the issue. Let me let me create a scenario for you. You, I'm I'm interviewing you. Okay, right? I'm I'm the interviewee. Okay. Or I'm the interviewer, you're the interviewee. Um, let's say I'm Republican, you're Democrat. I My first question is, you know, what political party are you?
1: Yeah, and I answer uh, Democrat. So you're a beta. Beta, you mean as opposed to alpha? Yeah, you're a beta male. Gotcha, so you feel like my... So it becomes a, an issue where I don't have enough testosterone, or I don't... Uh, because I, of your I, I political
0: affiliations, you don't portray the, the traits of an alpha male. That's, that's how some interviewers act. I saw, I, I've seen an
1: interviewer do this. And so are you conservative or liberal? Uh, probably very liberal. Probably very liberal? Compared to, yeah. Compared to what? Most Americans, yeah. Oh, yeah? How old are you? Uh, 30 years old. Really? And how long have you been a liberal? Uh, probably five to... Six years, maybe. And you were a conservative prior to becoming a liberal. Very much. And what made you become a liberal? I got a little older, a little smarter. Oh, you grew did. out of it, yeah. And you were tired of being a man. Uh, I was tired of being <laughs> an idiot. But <laughs> you so you woke up one day. You know what? I'm tired of being a man. I want to be a liberal. I think there are plenty of men that are liberals. Not real men. You really think so? Men who are liberals obey us.
0: I wanted to also point out that both people here are in the wrong. The guest, Destiny, throws the first jab by insulting the intelligence of conservatives. Some people don't take it that way, but in my opinion, I think that was a bad move. However, the host, Jesse Lee Peterson, has done this provoked or unprovoked, so it doesn't really change the fact that he does this. It just shows that both people can be bad people uh, in a conversation. So I really want to point that out. Back to the show. And it's like... That's acceptable behavior. You don't believe in me. You're a beta male. You're, you're less than a man. You're, you're like a subservient, like, girly guy. Like, that's how you open up with a conversation. And that's acceptable behavior. And then you go into the comments section of this interview, and everyone's like, yeah, this guy asks good questions. And it's like, What? how is this acceptable behavior how is it okay to say because you don't disagree because you don't agree with how i think the political system should be handled you're an inferior man you do not have enough testosterone in your body because you don't believe in god you're you're living in sin because you're transgender because you're lesbian you you must hate yourself all the time I'm tell, like, I've seen this person say, I know how you feel. I know because you are, like to this, this uh, lesbian woman, because you're a lesbian, when you're alone by yourself at night, when no one else is around, you hate yourself because you live in sin. like. And she's like so nicely saying, um, I'm sorry, but you don't know how I think. You can't tell me how I think. And he's, he's legitimately telling other people how they think because he's a Christian Republican, right? H- how yeah. is that okay behavior? How can that be, how can I live in a society where that's acceptable behavior, right?
1: Uh, yeah, so that that's no more surprising than someone saying you don't own your body, honestly. It's the same, it, you know, obviously it's but the yet, same mentality from the same group of people. There's uh, a
0: huge divide on what we consider acceptable behavior in this country. And there's going to, there the time is coming, like, very soon where we have to address acceptable behavior and not acceptable behavior, I think. Like, you know, I don't like to do predictions on podcasts, but I do think that there's going to be a time where we have to talk about what behavior we allow because it's spilling into social media, you know, which we'll, we'll get into in our other podcasts, but it's it's spilling into that and it's affecting how we treat each other. And it's also affecting our perception of, uh, of what other countries think of us. And that, that is a, a national security issue when other countries are seeing us as weak, because uh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not in favor of, you know, being a beta male or whatever it is that you want to call us. However, Um, You know, when you are attacking your own, when you are insulting your own political parties um, in this country to the degree of getting violent, other countries see this and other countries can and will take over. us. And like, I don't want that to happen. I don't want it to be a civil war. Uh, I don't want any kind of violence where people are dying. And I don't want fake news spreading all over the place and just like people being sheep and believing what I want to believe. So it's just like, it's just terrible that there's so much behavior that I think is unacceptable and unproductive. Uh, and I'm, I'm willing to debate with anybody. Like, here, if if you disagree with me on some of these topics, come on my show. I will talk to you, and we will have a respectful conversation where I can debate with you about behaviors that I think are acceptable and behaviors that I think are detrimental to our society, to the fabric of our society. So that's that's where I'll leave that because like it talking about this topic gets me so heated but it's so incredibly important and what I don't want to do again is I don't want to be condescending I don't want to be antagonistic uh but this is an incredibly important issue and it's getting more important by the day and we got to fix it
1: yeah we got to talk about it at the very least right like even even if it's not us like there's no other way for us to even begin to do anything other than have a conversation yeah
0: So I've been trying to find people, you know, I've been trying to have conversations with people, um, you know, left, right, middle, wherever, um, to, to work on this, because you know, this, this, this is the beginning of something that I don't want. I I want this chapter to, to end now before it gets worse. Uh, And I hope that is the case. I I don't see Trump really, truly apologizing. If anything else, he's probably just going to leave the country, flee the country for a little while or something like that while his MAGA martyrs or whatever people want to call them. You know, keep doing their thing until they mm-hmm. either get pushed out of the way or they, you know, become so big of an issue that they have to be handled one way or the other. Like, it, I yeah, I don't I, want anybody so get hurt.
1: I, I don't want anybody to get hurt. I don't want their their behavior to be the reason why I have to walk through a metal detector every time I go anywhere. You know exactly. I mean? like, yes. They're like you're making the situation worse for everyone.
0: You're going to create a dictatorship is what i'm afraid of like there's two things there's civil war um two or three things civil war leading into getting taken over by another country or us just collapsing in general and then also becoming so like divisive to ourselves that we become a dictatorship because we can't we can't as as civilians as as individuals act like decent human beings because we don't even know what decent human beings mean anymore so like check yourself before you cause us to become what you're trying to fight against that's where i'm gonna leave that um last thing i'll say is uh i strongly recommend you check out our podcast on the social dilemma we'll be talking about social media um from a docudrama that's going to be uh i strongly recommend you watch that docudrama as well called the social dilemma so if you want to you can watch that and come back to the next podcast and then you know follow along with our conversation Uh, so that said thank you guys so much and we'll see you in the next episode